Welcome to It's a Good Life, where it's all about helping entrepreneurs think, feel, and do better. Before we begin, I want to tell you about It's a Good Life Plus, our new ad-free subscription on Apple Podcasts. All you've got to do is open the Apple Podcast app and click on It's a Good Life. You'll see a banner under the logo that removes ads and unlocks early access to episodes. It's just five bucks a month, and there's even a free trial. Either way, continue listening to It's a Good Life and sharing the show with others. And here's our man, Brian Buffini. Well, the top of the morning to you, and uh, welcome to It's a Good Life. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the two most powerful words in business. The two most powerful that have been created or ever will be. Well, I'm not going to leave you hanging. The words are, thank you. I feel compelled to talk about this topic today because I've seen these words so absent from not only the business environment, but our culture today. I tell young people when I talk to them just all the time that it is just so easy to succeed in business today. If these young folks will just do the basic fundamentals, they will so outstrip their competition and their peers. It is so easy to succeed. We have an absence of the most basic fundamental things that for centuries, for generations, for millennia, have motivated and encouraged people. So how do you stand out above the crowd? Express the gratitude of thank you. Well, I'm very thankful to my parents because they ingrained in me the expression of gratitude all the time growing up. I'm so thankful for the culture I grew up in Ireland where the Gaelic phrase that was ingrained in me was Gurav Mahagat. Gurav Mahagat was the phrase we say thank you. In fact, Danny Iverson was getting me set up today. You know, Danny is one of our producers here at the podcast, and Danny handles all the technical aspects. Danny and I have worked together for 10 years. And I said to him, Guramagot, Danny. And he said, you're welcome. He's heard that phrase so much. He's never spoken a word of Gaelic. He's from San Marcos, California. But he knows what Gurav Mahagat means because it's been said so often. What's brought me to the necessity to speak on this subject today? Well, I keep a journal and I keep records of things. And sometimes I do a little analysis and I have this little part of me that was trained as an accountant. So sometimes I just, you know, track things and what am I doing and so on and so forth. So I'll give you a little scoreboard on the thank you scale. Last year, my bride and I donated millions of dollars to over 40 charities and ministries. Three of them managed to say thank you. Last year, I gave similarly over 40 referrals to businesses and clients and people, especially in the real estate space. Once again, believe it or not, the number was three people managed to say thank you in a form of a personal note or an expression after the fact. Now, I, I want to just point this out. It's not that I need to be thanked. In fact, all these ministries and all these professionals are very earnest about what they do. That's why I either gave them referrals or gave them money. But a person by nature that does not express gratitude, you know what they are? The technical term in the dictionary is an ingrate. Now, when you think of the word ingrate, that's kind of a really harsh term. But someone who does not express gratitude is defined as an ingrate. So these charities, these ministries, these professionals, I all thought enough of them to give them either my money or put my good name to them by giving them a referral of someone that I know for them to take care of. I obviously thought enough of them to do that. However, when someone doesn't express gratitude, even though they think it, 
They are the same as the ingrate who is incapable of it. Just like the person who doesn't read is as incapable as the person who's not capable of reading. So the fact of the matter is, we judge others by their actions, we judge ourselves by our intentions, and many times we have the intention of thank you, but we don't have the expression. So again, it's not that I need to be thanked, it's just as I went through this, I was kind of shocked. It's kind of shocked. Some of these people are people we train. How is it possible? Well, look, I've been doing this for years. This whole concept of thank you and appreciation. Our six children have been absolutely raised with this. You know, when people meet our children, they are always like, and anyone who's in this studio today and the people who work in my company, people who come to our events, anyone who knows anything about our children, they all say the same thing. Your kids are extraordinary, is what they'll say. Like extraordinary. And some people are in no position to make that statement. The only interaction they've had is that my kids are polite and will always express thank you. It's been drilled into them. Like when we're at a restaurant, they know it's coming. We were over the holidays. My kids are all adults. They go up to 30 years of age. They have kids of their own. We finish up the meal. What do you say, kids? Thank you. Someone brings them a bowl of mac and cheese when they're four years old. Thank you. That's what makes them extraordinary. That's what makes them extraordinary. Such a basic, simple, fundamental makes them, your kids are extraordinary. People on planes, your kids are extraordinary. Your business is extraordinary, Brian. Extraordinary. 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 Because I'm just doing what my mom and dad taught me. The most basic civility now makes you extraordinary. Here's the thing. It's not new. Jesus healed 10 lepers. Great story in the Gospels. One came back to thank him. Now imagine that. Imagine that. Leprosy in biblical times. You weren't allowed to be a member of society. You were ostracized. You had to ring a bell that shouted unclean before you came in front of people. You weren't allowed to share a table. You weren't allowed to be with family. You were ostracized from every aspect of community. And 10 of these lepers are healed, and one comes back to say thank you. Now, here's the good news. Jesus has apparently a much better rate of return than I do, because I get three out of 40. He got one out of 10. So that doesn't make me feel so bad. This is nothing new for me. I've been teaching in our seminars, in our coaching programs for 27 years. In fact, our company produces over seven and a half million personal slash thank you notes for our clients every year. We give notes every month in a kit, along with the marketing and the resources, 50 personal notes. And the personal notes are expressions of gratitude. And we give every member we have 50 of these notes every month. And again, everybody struggles to try to keep up because 50, even though it's only 2.2 a day, five days a week, it's hard to keep up with that because it's hard to keep up with the expressions of thank you because we have to take the time to do it. We have to take the time to do it. And I've been teaching this for years, and I would say right now, more than ever, we need this. You know, this is nothing new. The definition of thank you is a a definition of gratitude, kindly thoughts, appreciation, and pleasure for something that's been done for you. Gaurav Mahagat, the Gaelic, is may you have goodness. You know, the earliest thank you notes that I'm talking about can be traced actually to the Chinese and Egyptian cultures. And people would exchange notes of friendship and good luck with one another on papyrus paper. Merriman-Webster says the first known use of thanks occurred in the 12th century from the Latin word tangre, which is to think. Loosely translated, the expression might read, 
I will remember what you have done for me. Now, again, back on the slightly religious tone, in the first five books of the Bible, what's often referred to as the Pentateuch, God says, remember what I've done for you twice as often as love me. I will remember what you've done for me. That's what a personal note is. That's why when I send somebody a referral, what they're missing out on is, if I send someone a referral and they express gratitude, I'm more likely to give them another one. When I give to a charity or ministry, now there's two phones, and if you're in the nonprofit space, here's basics. Here it is. Here's how to be a hero in the nonprofit. Give people an update on what you did with their money and their gift. And number two, say thank you so they'll give more or give again. In fact, what both these professionals and these charities are missing out on is not only would I give more money, not only would I give more referrals, but I'd be willing to give more of myself. When you don't receive thanks, it makes it a transaction. Why would me giving somebody a referral be a transaction for me? It's a blessing to the person I've sent, and it's a blessing to the person who's received. What's in it for me? I'm doing it because of goodness, and that goodness needs to be remembered. And it's such a basic, and it shocks me that I'm still talking about this stuff. I might be going to my grave with this. You want to be great in business? Say thank you. You want to be great parent? Say thank you. You want to be a great spouse? Say thank you. You want to be great anything? Say thank you. And then one of the ways to do it is to write someone the words thank you. Even more powerful. Seven times more impactful than just the spoken word itself. So I have three points for you today, as I often do. As you can tell, I'm excited and worked up about this because I'm so passionate about this. It's a cornerstone of my whole life. It's a cornerstone of my business. When I sit here, I'm so delighted and I always want to express gratitude to all of you who've tuned in today. I consider it a privilege, not that you get to listen to me, but that I feel that it's a privilege that you tune in to hear this stuff. And that's the expression I want to come from. So first, gratitude expressed. The second most powerful thing is I appreciate your business. And then the third is it brings emotional glue to the relationship. That's what thank you does. It's gratitude expressed. So here's some pointers on gratitude expressed. First thing is just make it automatic. You make it automatic. So you don't have to think about it. That's what all great habits do. Make it automatic. Learn to say thank you. Next time you're in a restaurant, just do this. Listen to the tables around you and watch how when a server puts a meal in front of somebody, how often they don't say thank you. Amazing. This is someone who's putting food in your mouth. Remarkably, people disrespect their servers all the time. They disrespect the people at the counters when the flights are all screwed up. They disrespect people all the time because they won't not only express gratitude, they express their concerns and complaints. Watch what happens to a server at a restaurant when you say, hey, just say thanks so much. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you. Just say it. Make it automatic. So the expression of it, make it automatic. William Arthur Ward said, feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. So get it out. If you feel it, say it. If it's warranted, do it. Say thank you. Express thank you. Write thank you. Next, make it personal. Dale Carnegie said, remember that a person's name to that person is the sweetest and most important sound in any language. Now, this is the father of the modern personal growth and development book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And his seminal point is that a person's name is so important, it's the sweetest sound in their ears. We got to make sure that we say thank you and use the person's name. Next, it makes an impact. It makes an impact. Fred DeWitt, he said, gratitude is a currency 
that we can mint for ourselves and spend without fear of bankruptcy. Cicero said gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all others. I've been on this for a while. We started this podcast, St. Patrick's Day, 2016. In season one of, it was then the Brian Buffini Show, episode number 27 was gratitude, my secret ingredient for success. I'm a poor immigrant who came to America and built a giant fortune. People always want to know, how did I do it? What's the secret sauce? There's nothing secret about me. I've put it all out there. And I say it to people. And I share it with people. And I tell them I express gratitude. And I tell them to say thank you. And I provide seven and a half million thank you notes to the marketplace every year. And I say, this is what I did. And this is what I did. And then they nod. And they go, okay, now let me go spend 10 grand on some online digital marketing crap that doesn't get me a customer. As opposed to go back to all the ones I had last year. Like the amount of ministries and people that asked me to be on their board while we're struggling with our fundraising. I go, how are you doing with your gratitude? If you just would go back to the people that gave to you and tell them, here's what we got done. Here's what you contributed to. Here's the lives that were changed. And we just want to thank you for your past contributions. If they just did that, they would double, quadruple, sometimes tenfold the giving. Now again, people are get very expedient. Okay, if I do this, I get more. You know, that's true. But an attitude of gratitude changes the heart. That's the most important part here is that when you express gratitude, it changes you. It expands you. It expands your heart. It helps you know that you're not just the center of your own universe. I start the day with a prayer of gratitude to God, not to myself. I express gratitude to my bride. I express gratitude to my children. I express gratitude to my staff. I write personal notes and thank you notes every day. And I have for 30 plus years in business. I'll tell you where I got it from. I saw an interview when I first came to America. And it was David Dimbleby, the great British interviewer, and he was interviewing George Bush Sr. Now, George Bush Sr. had lived this crazy kind of a life. He had struck oil in Texas and became a huge oil magnate. He became the head of the CIA. He was vice president of the United States for eight years. And then he became president of the United States, had two sons that became governors, and one that became a president. So kind of an interesting resume. David Dimbleby asked him, I was sitting, remember sitting, I was in a rented room. I lived in Hillcrest in San Diego. And I remember I used to pay $275 a month for rent because I rented a room in a little old cottage that was built in the 40s. Five-star accommodations. You could see the five stars through the hole in the roof, if you know what I mean. And I'm watching this on local PBS channel. And David Dimbleby asked George Bush Sr., you've lived this incredible life. You've had all this success. What's the one thing you've done? And he said, the one thing I've done in my life, he says, I've written at least 10 personal notes every day of thanks to people I came in contact with the previous day or people that came to mind. And I've done that every single day. And that's how I built my fortune myself. I heard that. And at the time he was living in the White House and I was living in a little White House renting a room. And when you do what people at the top do, you end up get to be at the top yourself. And that started out, that was, that was almost 30 years ago. Well, it was more than 30 years ago now that I think about it, that I heard that interview. And I sat down, it was actually, yeah, it was, it was uh, 1990, might have been 1989. And I started writing personal notes. When I hired my first assistant, I said, put 10 notes with 10 envelopes with stamps on them by the phone that I use every day. And I started doing that. And some days there was 20 and 30, 40 notes there because I didn't get to do them or I got behind. But nothing in my career has cost less money, taken less time and built a bigger fortune for me than the expression of gratitude, especially through personal notes. Catch yourself. 
catch yourself when the opportunity arises, when the waiter or the waitress, when the person brings you your car, when the person does anything for you to say thank you. Can you discipline yourself to write the personal notes you need to write? Start becoming a person who expresses gratitude. When you don't express the gratitude, you're the same as the person who's incapable of it. And look it up in the dictionary. That person is called an ingrate. So the chasm is so stark. It's so wide between the person who expresses gratitude and the person who doesn't. It doesn't matter what your intentions are. The road to hell are paved with those. The second thing, I appreciate your business. I appreciate your business. When was the last time you told all your customers you appreciate your business? Every single one of them. Every single one. I appreciate it. What does it do? Well, first of all, it creates anti-entitlement. We live in a world today where people feel entitled to everything. So when we have this anti-entitlement, it changes everything. Steve Maraboli, who I've quoted many times, he's a behavioral scientist, and he says that gratitude will fuel your relationship. Entitlement and expectations will poison them. So gratitude will fuel your relationships. Entitlement and expectation will poison them. Brene Brown says, what separates privilege from entitlement is gratitude. None of us like to see entitlement in other people, but we all exhibit it when we don't express gratitude. So we really need to get into the mode of expressing gratitude. The next thing about this dynamic of appreciating somebody for their business, it means is that you value them. So you It creates anti-entitlement, and then you value them. Brian Tracy said the value of a relationship is in direct proportion to the time that you invest in the relationship. I value your business. I appreciate you. It just means the world to people. It just does. Every human being since the dawn of time wants to be valued. And this is one of the ways, simple way to value someone. Sincerely, genuinely thank them when it's appropriate. If you don't value them, then don't. But if you do, you must express it or it's as if you don't value them. So it creates anti-entitlement. It values the customer. And the other reason we want to express that we appreciate their business, it builds a platform for future business. This This is the crazy part. This is the crazy part for me. And I'm always an immigrant. And I see opportunity everywhere. And I see people missing out on opportunity all the time. And why there's opportunity underneath their nose all the time. When you say thanks, when you express gratitude, when you tell people I appreciate your business, it sets up the platform for future business. Mark Zuckerberg, he said, people influence people. Nothing influences people more than a recommendation from a trusted friend. A trusted referral influences people more than the best broadcast message. A trusted referral is the holy grail of advertising. This is the guy who founded Facebook, who now owns Instagram. Okay, this is a guy that has all kinds of Good and not so good press. But here's what he knows about business. He is one of the richest men in the world. And he understands that people influence people. And that nothing influences people more than a recommendation from a trusted friend. It's the holy grail of advertising. When you express gratitude, I appreciate your business. It creates the anti-entitlement. It gives the customer a sense of value and ultimately builds a platform for future business. Last but not least, when you express gratitude, these two magic words of thank you, it creates an emotional connection with the customer. That's what it does. It, it takes it beyond the business into the person. It creates this emotional connection. Zig Ziglar said, when you choose to be pleasant and positive in the way you treat others, you've also chosen, in most cases, how you're going to be treated by others. I mean, how great is that? By the way, people are nice to me. I, I get treated very well most of the time. Now, one of the reasons for that is I'm really nice to people. Now, it doesn't mean sometimes I'll say thank you and give good energy 
to someone who has the bitter bear face, who look like they sucked on a bag of bad lemons, who won't even grunt a response. People don't even know how to receive a compliment or a thank you anymore. There's, mm-hmm. We get a lot of that. I don't do it for the response. I do it because it's how I feel and it's the right thing to do. And it's a blessing to people, even if they don't know how to receive it or don't know how to respond. But it's amazing how often I get treated well. A.A. Milne, who wrote Winnie the Pooh, said Piglet noticed that even though he had a very small heart, it could hold a rather a large amount of gratitude. Let me say this to you, boys and girls. That gratitude is everywhere to be given. It's everywhere to be given, and you have everything to gain from it, including the good life. Gratitude is an essential in the good life. Can you think of the term good life and not think of gratitude? Can you think of someone who doesn't express gratitude, doesn't give gratitude, doesn't say thank you to other people, being even associated with a good life? No. Someone who doesn't do that, that would be the opposite. That'd be a bitter life. That'd be a self-centered life. That'd be a self-consumed life. That'd be an entitled life. It's big stuff, boys and girls. It's big stuff. And I'm banging on this today because I see it everywhere. And I'm seeing it in business. And I see it in churches and ministries. And I see it in interpersonal contact. And I see it in the restaurants. And I see it in families. I see it in relationships. And it can all be so different. You can have a great family and a great relationships and great health and great state of mind and not be so depressed because you're giving gratitude and have your business blossom. Not because you're so, I'm going to do a great job for this person, but I forgot to thank the person who gave me the business. It's real basic stuff. It creates an emotional connection. The next thing it does to create that glue is it sets you apart. It sets you apart. Wayne Dyer said, if you choose between being kind and being right, choose being kind and you will always be right. Scott Stratton, our good friend, said, if you believe business is built on relationships, then make building relationships your business. Well, you've got to build relationships with your customers. And this is just thank you for your business. Appreciate you. And then lastly, and most importantly, in the business side, it creates an advocate. It creates an advocate. One of the great American success stories of all time, Mary Kay Ash. She said, pretend that every single person has a sign around his or her neck that says, make me feel important. Not only will you succeed in sales, you'll succeed in life. Philosopher Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, in ordinary life, we hardly realize that we receive a great deal more than we give. And that it is only with gratitude that life becomes rich. Boy, I hope that for you. I wish that for you. I pray for you guys all the time. I do. Our mission here at It's a Good Life is to delight you every time you tune in. We want you to be delighted. We want you to be encouraged. Sometimes it's challenged. Sometimes I want to grab you by the collar and say, do the stuff. But at the end of the day, this right here, it's part of the good life. Gratitude, we got to express it. We got to tell our customers, I appreciate your business. And then it brings this emotional glue to the relationship. Well, I hope this has been valuable for you today. It's very close to my heart. I've been a part of this commitment for three decades or more. It's blessed my life. It's blessed my family. It's made me a fortune. Today, I, I build this into all the teachings and all the training and all the coaching we do. In the marketing kits that we send tens of thousands of people, that's where those seven and a half million personal notes go. Just 50 a month, just 50 a month changes the world. You know, our clients average 10 times that of their competitors. Amazing. We do this with tens of thousands of people and they average 10 times more income than their competitors. And one of the key components is the expression of gratitude. So there it is. I gave you some secret sauce today. 
behind the scenes. And as we finish up here today, I know there'll be a great word from Mr. David Lally, who I'm very grateful for as our producer. And I'm also going to share with you a little word from my mom. And I have to especially thank her today, her 92-year-old blessed self, who continues to be an inspiration to me today in the midst of a time in life when many of her peers and loved ones are failing and falling. But every single day, my mother taught me the power of thank you. And she told me that it costs nothing to say thank you. And every day that I get on the phone and I have a chance to have a chat with her, at some point in time, she'll tell me what she's thankful for and what she's grateful for, no matter what's going around her. So I'm going to leave you with that again today because my mom, she's the queen of gratitude and she's made my life focused in this area and it's changed my life. And I want to change your life for the better too. So with that said, a man I'm very grateful for, I hope you're grateful for too, Mr. David Lally, who's our producer, who's going to help us uh, with a few messages here today. Thanks for joining me. Brian, thank you so much. This episode was fantastic. It's amazing. We all need a reminder of the simplest stuff sometimes. So thank you. And I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank our listeners. Uh, We feel the love from you guys for sure. And uh, without you guys, there's no podcast. We're just in here chatting. (laughs) So, So many of you have left reviews on the podcast. We really appreciate that. Angela Stevens in Birmingham, Alabama. Love this podcast. Thank you for being such an inspiration, Brian. You speak truth and are motivational. Mercedes, I don't know where you are, Mercedes, but uh, you said, it doesn't matter how rough my day or the world seems to be, I know I can turn on this podcast and get my mindset turned around. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, this podcast and Brian's shared wisdom will be a big benefit to you. I agree with that, Mercedes. Thank you, Brian, for the work you do. So there you go. The first two reviews I look at and both of them ended with a thank you. In the meantime, if you guys dig this show, Uh, You share it with someone you care about or maybe fire off a review and let us know how we're doing. We'd appreciate it. And here's someone we're very thankful for, Brian's mum, Therese. May the road rise up to meet you and may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time. Thank you.